0: Studios. This, this is After 9
1: with Scott and Kat. Hey now! Hi. Ha ha.
0: Happy Monday, y'all.
1: Happy, uh, lot of things, Kat. The Leafs won on Saturday. Yeah. The Leafs won. I was,
0: thank goodness, too, because we had people over and, uh, it was a big deal because it was like, ah, Saturday playoff game, let's do it. We had food and drinks and had a bunch of people over and it could go either way, right? You either have people over and it's a crappy game and nobody really pays that much attention to it because it's so bad. Or just doesn't go in our favor. But man, it was perfect. It was like, oh, edge of my seat, fights. Love those. I love fights in hockey. I don't care who you are. Don't care. I love it. Fucking love it. And there were a couple of those. It was a great game. And then it went into OT, as everybody who watched it knows. And it, was, it obviously went well for the Leafs after that. So, yeah, I was pretty happy about that. It was a good time. A
1: couple quick things about the Leaf game on Saturday, because I was just like you. I had the Leafs on one TV, and I had the Rock on the big screen, and it was just heaven on Saturday night. And I've never thought of the Leafs or the Lightning as dirty teams, but wow, did I ever get a dirty team vibe out of Tampa on Saturday night. When Steve Stamkos just socked Austin Matthews, like sucker punched him basically from behind, Fuck I, you, Stamkos. I didn't expect that. He's a prick. Hey, listen, it's a game and, and if there's passion involved. I totally get that. But he's been around long enough to know you don't fucking do that. You don't do that to the, the other team's superstar. You don't sucker punch anybody. He should know better. Mm. This is a an elite athlete, one of the best to ever play the game, and he's running around doing shit like that because he's mad that, that Toronto's coming back. Get out of here! Get
0: out of here! Oh, you didn't end up going to Buffalo to watch the uh, Rock game, eh?
1: No. As a matter of fact, I couldn't because I lost my passport. What? I didn't lose it. Oh, it's you- somewhere in the house. Oh, I just can't remember
0: where. Just okay. Yeah, and you need that. They kind of they kind of uh, like when you bring that with you
1: when you try to cross the border. Wouldn't it be great if they just took your word for it? That'd be great. Actually, I did end up finding it around 6 p.m. It would have left me with no time Um, to get to the game. But either way, the Rock lost. That's fine. They'll finish second in the East. They're going to the playoffs regardless. Right. A week from Friday. Leafs, I want to see them stick it to Tampa Uh, Bay bad because that was gross what they were doing. They were just running around trying to hurt people on Saturday. I don't know what their problem is unless they really are just frustrated that they're losing.
0: Maybe. Or maybe it was for them a strategy, which is a weird strategy, but whatever.
1: There's a lot we're going to get to in this episode of After 9, and right at the end, as we do every Monday, you can hear today's missed connections from our morning shows on Energy 95.3 and 91.5 The Beat. Want to start off with this. Video's getting a lot of attention, because some people hear it and think, facts. Other people hear it and think, shut the fuck up. (laughs) And it really is no in-between here. It's a woman talking about the state of the economy and expenses. Listen to this.
2: If you have lip filler, Botox, fake lashes, I can't, nails done, and you're gonna come on and tell me how the cost of living is too high, and you're living paycheck to paycheck, I don't wanna hear it. You don't have to do that. Now, I know a lot of women see these as necessities. It's not a necessity. I know this is crazy, but you can't tell me how you can't afford shit if I can see your forehead not moving when you smile because you clearly have Botox. All that stuff equates to like two grand a month. Now these men have to come in and maintain you. I, you will get no sympathy, no sympathy from me if you have all that done. Thank you. That is my day.
1: All right. <laughs> There's a few things to unpack there and we will. So start off by saying here, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people that are feeling the pinch and it's mainly because of interest rates and inflation. Some people think it's not even an option. To not get your nails done, to not get your lashes done, to not get Botox. They say that's not an option. But as we're all being squeezed more and more, and I don't see a lot of employers stepping up saying, hey, just take a 10% raise to offset the 10% inflation. Nobody's doing that. So we're all trying to stretch the dollars we did have or do make even further. Is it okay? Is it reasonable to expect we make sacrifices? The answer is yes. Obviously, if you can't afford certain things, then yeah, you have to make sacrifices. The question is, what do you sacrifice? And this woman, with a blanket judgment on all women, says if you're getting your nails done, if you're getting Botox, if you're getting this, that, and the other thing, she doesn't want to hear you complaining about the cost of living because you don't have your priorities straight.
0: I mean, that's one very specific um, area, right? I mean, she's talking specifically about those people who do. They're to the nines, right? And let's say they do all the things and then they complain about it. I mean, really, you could take that and say that about anybody and anything. Like, oh, you're complaining about finances. What's that new thing? You got a wrap on your car? Was that a necessity, you know, or you got, you went, you went to see a Leafs game and you paid that price. That's interesting. So to each person, of course, has their own things that maybe they would spend money on. So I think that really we could talk about this for anything, but if you want to talk specifically about that, yeah, I do find it interesting. Some people attempt to call certain things and, and, and a lot of things are self-care, but that's how a lot of those places will try to get you to continue to do it. Well, it's, it's about you. You're caring for yourself, so you do it. You because have to do this, or you'll have a self, mental breakdown. That's self-care, <laughs> but for some people, it truly is. Like I have girlfriends who, if they don't get their nails done, they will go. They will probably have a mental breakdown. So that's budgeted in. Now that said, we're talking also specifically about people who complain a lot, right? Like, oh, I can't, I can't do anything. It sucks, sucks, sucks. Okay, well, I'm going to go to my appointment now and spend three hundred dollars on this and that and the next thing. I mean, that's a personal choice. It really is. I understand where she's coming from because maybe I guess for her personally, she has friends that are in that scenario where they're complaining like, "Oh, I can't go out to dinner tonight. No, I can't. We won't. finances are bad, but I am going to get my, you know, eyebrows waxed and then I'm going to go get this done and that done and a facial, but sorry, I can't spend money on that." But again, it's each their each their own in your budget. People aren't very smart financially, though. This is what I find. Like a lot of people aren't smart financially. Right? Like I mean, some people don't Like, they know, right? They know that they can cut things out. Or do they? Like, you know what I'm saying? Some people go so regularly for certain things, they don't realize, hey, I could probably take a break from this for the time being or something.
1: Take a break, slow it down. I mean, when times are good, I get my hair cut every three to four weeks. Never more than four. I aim for every three weeks. But my haircuts are expensive. I've cut that back a little bit. I'll stretch it out maybe five weeks now. Little things like that, because I'm feeling it. My mortgage has gone through the roof. And I think a lot of other people's has too. It's strangling the middle class. And, and things have to get cut. I totally agree. But I don't think any of us can really say that someone else isn't making the right cuts. Right. Remember back in the day. People used to say things like, oh, well, you know what? If you don't have a lot of money or you can't afford your rent or you can't do this or afford that, you should cut out your cell phone because that's not a necessity. 2023 is cell phones a necessity. There's a reason we give them to everybody. Cell phones is what connects you to the world. You need to have a phone. So whereas that would have been trashed by some people back Mm -hmm. in the day, now I think we all agree you need a phone. Uh, Nails. I mean, I can't think of a business case for why you would need to have your nails done. I also can't think of why you would need to have your nails professionally done because this is something you could do at home much cheaper. That's just nails, though.
0: Yeah, but you do a shit job when you do it yourself. You got to get it done by a professional. If you're going out or you have an event or something like that, nah, man, you got to get it done by a professional.
1: I don't disagree with you. And to be honest with you, as things are tight at my place, but I don't want my girlfriend to start saving money by not getting her nails done. I want her to have her nails done. It makes her feel good. She looks great. I think that's good. I don't know that this woman here that's shitting on everybody who has fake nails and such but is necessarily but, on the right track. See,
0: and I don't hear it that way. I hear someone who's obviously has a person, this is personal to her. So she's hearing from friends or something like that who do complain about finances and do it. So in that case, I hear where you're coming from, but just tell them, you know what I mean? If that was a girlfriend of mine who's like, yeah, I'm going this and they got, and they're all done and they got Botox, they got lashes and they got nails and they got all the things. And then they're going, oh my gosh, I don't even know what to do. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to take another job. And I'll say, then I'd probably step in and be like, did you think about doing that? Or is it that important to you? But it really, it's their problem. It's not your problem. Like, I don't give a shit what you spend your money on. I don't care. It's not my problem. I know what's important and what's comfortable for me. And we all should understand what's important and comfortable for me. Maybe that's important for them. And they are, they might complain a little bit, but maybe they're still comfortable. Like, again, that's their business. So I don't know why I wouldn't bother going out of my way like this woman did, though. And, and and state it like that. I mean, sure, I suppose it's controversial. I'm sure the comment section is lit. It's what lit, like the over
1: 700 like? comments. What are
0: most people saying? Because I'm curious. Uh, uh,
1: some people saying she already had money to begin with, so she should shut the fuck up. Uh, I don't know what she does for a living, but presumably she's quite popular. Uh, some people say, yeah, that's right. You should cut that stuff out. Other people are agreeing that it's none of her damn business mm-hmm. what people cut. Hey, listen, some people will shit on others because they're down on their luck, and what are they buying with the little bit of money they have? Lottery tickets. Well, in the mind of the person buying the lottery ticket, that's not necessarily a waste. Now, it might be somewhat misguided if they think that buying that lottery ticket is their key to getting out of poverty, but... I can't criticize somebody for buying a lottery ticket. What if they won $10 million? I'd feel like a fucking asshole.
0: (laughs) Well, for me, this whole topic is a to each their own kind of thing. That's why like for me, it's none of your business and it's to each their own. Someone could also look at a trip you took recently somewhere and go, and I'm sure that there's people who do have these conversations all the time. Like, oh, do you see they went to here? Why didn't they just go like to this place? It would have been cheaper. Why'd they have to go to dinner at this restaurant? It could have been cheaper. Hey, that's their own fucking business and their own money. Like for me, I'm not I'm not stepping foot in anyone else's business. What they do or don't spend money on is on them. I I I don't even want to say I trust that whatever they're doing is comfortable because you know what? If it's not, you're going to learn a lesson. I had friend, we all did. I'm sure. I'm sure you all could all relate. But I had friends growing up, especially in those younger years when we're all try, when we all first got our own houses and stuff that were struggling to get by and realized in that moment like. Maybe I shouldn't you know, go out to eat every single night. Maybe I should save that money and we should go grocery shopping instead. Everybody kind of has their own aha moments. It is interesting. She's probably talking about grown adults and it's not really the case of a young person, but we've all been there before where we figured out our own finances. And if you're struggling and it's because of this, that's a lesson you got to learn for yourself, don't you think? Like, it's not my business. Learn it for yourself and figure it out. Yeah,
1: unfortunately, we don't want people to go completely bankrupt and end up homeless because they didn't figure it out in time. I, I just think that you can't just blanket right off nails, lashes, and Botox because for some people, that is part of of what makes them them in their mind. And I'm not going to shit on them for that. We're all getting getting raked over the coals when it comes to finances. I don't know many people that are saying, everything is great right now. So hey, whereas in my case, I've cut out a lot of stuff. I I hardly ever eat out anymore. For example, that's just a small little thing. But yeah, those are tangible savings. Whereas somebody else, maybe it's not even in the cards for them to not eat out. Maybe they save money by eating out. I can't judge somebody because I don't know their situation. As far as the nails, the lashes, the Botox, unless you're a stripper... I don't think that's a business expense, but if it makes you feel good, do it. If That does mean, though, that you're probably going to have to cut something else out. If you're making a decision between paying your gas bill and getting your nails done, do you want to have gas in a month? Because they'll shut it off. In fact, we're coming up to that wonderful time of year when everybody who's behind on their utilities gets that disconnect notice. And that's going to suck for a lot of people this year. I I really hope they don't go through with that shit and actually turn people's gas and hydro off because... It's not fair this year, not at all. I want to move on to employment. This is really good. It's Resume Builder that put this together, a very reputable site and company. They were talking to hiring managers. Who do you like to hire? Who do you not like to hire? This is a relevant question. Like to hire? Millennials. Mm. What an about face for the millennials. Yes. Once it's considered the you know, the gum on the bottom of your shoe in the employment chain, now the most sought after yeah. employees, millennials. We're pretty great as millennials. Of
0: course, this always happens though, right? At one point, and, and to just to detail what Scott just mentioned there, for those who don't realize or know millennials were once the ones that you didn't like. Everyone complained about millennials. Millennials don't have a good work ethic. And and that's not the next thing, which I think, by the way, happens to every single generation. Gen X was probably at one point in that position. Yep. Right?
1: We were a bunch of slackers. A bunch of slackers. The boomers didn't like us. We were going to ruin the world.
0: See? And then millennials were hated by Gen X. And now, let me guess.
1: Gen Z, the absolute worst. Yeah, there it is. (laughs) 1,300 bosses took this survey. 74% said this. Gen Z... Harder to work with than any other generation. Gen Z would be the youngest employees right Mm -hmm. now. Those would be teenagers right up to early 20s, I believe. Yeah. So here's some of the surprises from here. When they asked why Gen Z employees aren't that great, here's some of the things that the bosses said. Lack of tech skills. That I don't understand. I thought Gen Z would be the most tech savvy there was. Well,
0: we had a conversation about it and how bad they were at the work. Remember there was like a survey done about with Gen Z about not, them not learning, knowing the photocopier and not understanding how to work the phone system and all those things. I guess that could fall under that umbrella because those are older technologies. They really are.
1: And here we get into some real classic Gen Z traits. So they've got a lack of tech skills. Bosses don't want to hire them because lack of effort, Lack of motivation, not as productive as Uh any of the other workers, easily distracted, poor communication skills, too easily offended. I hear this shit all the time about Gen Z. The lack of motivation, the lack of effort, lack of productivity. I'm going to put that all under one umbrella. And I'm going to suggest that they're either distracted because of their phone or there's a real push, particularly amongst younger workers, to do the absolute bare minimum. This is the quiet quitting generation. This is the, the people who think, well, fuck it. It's 5.01. I'm done. And don't check their email again till the next day. These are the people who, if they're given a task at uh, 5 to 9, will wait until 9 o'clock To go and get that work done. If they're entitled to an hour lunch break, don't you expect to see them back there in 55 minutes. It'll be an hour minimum. All those sort of things. We hear it all the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, but again, I go back to being a millennial. I remember hearing people shit on millennials for similar things, you know. When you're young, when you're younger, you sometimes don't have your priorities 100%. Sometimes it does take time. It takes maturity. And unfortunately, it takes until you get to a certain age maybe to figure that out. Or responsibility level. And by that, I mean oh, holy shit. Now, uh, let's say as a Gen Z, oh, I've got a mortgage now. Oh, okay, cool. I guess I shouldn't fuck around at work. I guess I should focus. I've got to take this seriously. This is my life because there's a certain gap in the when, especially for those entering the workforce. And this is not painting everyone with one brush. We know that there's some people who are not like this at all. It's a personality thing over uh, a generational thing, I think. But overall, when you are young in that frame of mind where you're like, you've got fun money. You're still living at home with your parents. You just, you aren't doing all of those things that millennials might be doing right now. Cause we got to hold down the fort, right? We got kids mouths to feed. We got shit to do. Eventually Gen Z will be in that exact position, just like Gen X was once there too. So I don't like harping on the Gen Z because I don't, I think that that's, this is going to be spoken for every generation to come. There's going to be some, maybe they're going to be slightly tweaked depending on what's happening in the world and technology. It'll be slight tweak, but nonetheless, people are still going to shit on the new generation coming through. Next, we're going to be talking about how bad alphas are, you know, in the, in the workplace. The next generation to come up, you know?
1: Do you really think it's the same as all the others? Because I know exactly what you mean about the baby boomers didn't like Gen X. Gen X didn't like the millennials. The millennials don't like Gen Z and so on and so forth. Actually, there was a generation XZ or XY or something like that in there uh. too. In any case, it does feel like it's a little bit different with Gen Z. It does feel different because one of the things that was always consistent on any of the generations is the desire to do more, to get better, to get the job done, that sort of thing that I don't really see a lot in Gen Z. And I say that as the father of two Gen Mm -hmm. Zs. They don't have the same motivation. You know, this is the generation that will all check with each other at the office to find out who's doing what. And whoever's doing the least amount, they all aspire to do the least amount because why well, do any more than I have to? I'm not going to do any more than I have to. They're not going to pay me more. And I do understand the argument, but it's very different from, say, Gen X or now the millennials who will say, well, if it needs to get done, let's just get it done. That does seem to be a bit of an attitude difference between millennials and Gen Z. Hmm. I don't feel like that effort is really there. And again, I'm saying that not painting everyone with the same brush. It's just an observation that I see, again, as the dad of two of them. Right. They also say that Gen Z has poor communication skills. I'm not going to say that's because of a lack of effort. I think that's because of a lack of education.
0: Oh, okay. Explain more.
1: I happen to work with a couple of Gen Z's myself for another thing that I do. Yeah. Their text messages are almost unreadable. Emails... Again, missing punctuation, things like that. It seems unprofessional. And I think to myself, what the fuck did you send me that? Didn't you proofread it before you sent it? And the answer was probably no. If Word didn't pick it up or if Outlook didn't pick it up, it didn't get fixed. Hmm. Sometimes it did pick it up and it still didn't get fixed. So there's some issues there, particularly with written communication. And
0: just just to add a note on that, as you mentioned that, it reminds me of in college, I had to take a bunch of courses. What are the courses that you take? You pick yourself whatever the Electives. Called. Electives, fuck. So I, and I didn't even go to I know, you didn't even go. <laughs> Thank you for that. So one of my electives, I did a Word and Excel course because I thought this might come in handy one day. Who knows? It was Word, Excel, PowerPoint. It was basically like a big MS blah, course. So I thought that's my come in handy. It was the first time I even opened an Excel workbook in college. And I thought we should have probably learned this a little bit in high school. And learning how to form emails was a part of that too. And learning how to properly do resumes. And I remember a part of that in high school, like learning how to do a resume. Blah, that's fine. But all the other things, right, that you don't really learn. So I think that your point about lack of education as well does come into effect. And that's a whole other topic that you and I have talked about before is what we're lacking right now to educate people. Or maybe they're teaching them and they're not paying attention. I don't know what it is.
1: You know, maybe we can give them a pass because of COVID because they missed like basically two years of school. That's fair. But I also don't know that they were teaching much of that shit in school anyway, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't know. The other thing that bosses didn't like about Gen Z was... Too easily offended.
0: Yes. That's an interest. That's Now, that's one that I want to focus in on for a second yep. because I definitely feel like that's the case for sure. And I'm not blaming Gen Z for this necessarily at all. I'm not saying it's all you, but because it's people walk around on eggshells. I think we all know in every workplace, if you work in a workplace that has a good mix of like millennial, Gen X, and has some Gen Zs coming through... You're definitely a lot more cautious, I think, from a whole bunch of movements, especially that we've had throughout the past five to 10 years. Everyone, not to say that we walk around saying bad shit all the time, but you definitely mind your P's and Q's a little bit more and you're a little more careful. The woke generation is what some people like to refer to Gen Z as because- they are woke to some things. And in, in some cases, I think that's a good thing, by the way. In some cases, yeah, we shouldn't have had misogyny and, and sexism and all that other shit at the workplace to begin with. But this is the generation that they say is going to wipe it out entirely.
1: Or get fired in the process. I mean, these Depending. are... Yeah, I mean, these are bosses that are saying, I've had enough of them. They're too hard to work with. I'm right. not taking any more Gen Zs because all they do is stir up shit about all the things that they're offended by. And and like you said, things have evolved quite a bit in the workplace. When I think back to some of the shit that used to go on around here, like back in the day, none of it would ever fly in 2023, but it's not gone completely. It's the same sure. usual offenders. They're yeah. just doing it with a wink and a nod and close the door. Got to tell you this fucking great right. joke I heard. Right.
0: And they're careful. Or would you not agree? They're careful to, with the Gen Z especially, though, on that note. They
1: avoid them. Yeah. yeah. Avoid them just because which, they don't want to hear the shit.
0: Which I feel like is, you know, you don't want to keep, you don't want to make anybody feel excluded because that makes it worse. Sure. Right?
1: Absolutely. A uh, couple of hot takes. Let's get to these. A little league in New Jersey is taking aim at the spectators, a.k.a. parents, who fight with the volunteer umpires when they don't like a call. The Deptford Township Little League Baseball Association says anyone who gets into a disagreement with the umpire will be tapped to call three games themselves before they're allowed back in the bleachers. Two volunteer umpires have quit in the past week. The league says... That if the new rules get used, a certified ump will be there just to make sure the mom or dad that got thrown behind the plate does it right. But you're now going to have to essentially pay to get yourself back into your kid's game if you can't control your temper.
0: Yeah, I like it.
1: Kids sports are like that. that. I love it. Uh, You know what?
0: I like that a lot.
1: The abuse that umpires, uh, hockey referees, lacrosse referees, soccer refs, the abuse that they put up with. Not from the players, from the parents on the sideline or in the stands. Some of it, it's gross. And when it's a volunteer position in particular, holy cow, you got balls to tell off a volunteer because you didn't think that was a strike. You thought it was a ball. Get out of here. Control yourself and, and set a good example for your kid. That's terrible. Having said that, I was that dad a couple of times where I lost my temper in the stands. I can admit it, and I'm not proud of it, but hopefully people can see that this is crazy. Some of the things that are going on here have gone way, way, way too far. Who was screaming at an umpire over balls and strikes at a Little League game? Get out of here. Would you do that? Would you make the parents do it, or would you just tell them, you know what? Since this is a civilized society, and you're not acting civilized, you're now banned you can't come and watch games anymore. I
0: kind of like the thought of making them pay to come in because the leaks can always use the money.
1: No, no, no. They're going to make them pay by making them work. They'll have to actually work, work as an it. umpire for I would three make games. Them,
0: or I would make them pay. I'd probably create fines. I would do that.
1: Fines for yeah. kids sports? I'd be okay with I that too. Guess
0: what? Your mom, yeah, goalie, your mom's fined. <laughs> it's 50 bucks if you want to stay for the rest of the game or leave <laughs> or, or get out.
1: Uh, some of those like officials though make pretty good money. Oh, officials can make it money for sure. Some of them do. It still doesn't make up for the amount of abuse that they have to hear. Nope. But nope. nonetheless, it's uh it can be good. If you're looking to make a little extra money, I guarantee you that there is a hockey association or somewhere around here that needs referees or officials of some yeah. kind, you could probably take a quick course and start earning yourself extra money absolutely like five days a week minimum
0: and you get like called in and my uncle does it he'll just get like called in anytime it's like oh yeah sure cash here cash there cash there it's great
1: it's a great gig how do you feel about people advertising i mean actually advertising that they've been re-released into the wild that they are divorced oh advertising that's an like do you mean like paying for it uh, this guy did. His name is Kent, and he says he decided to mark the end of his long marriage by giving his Subaru a unique makeover, driving it around the town with a Just divorced" sticker all across the trunk.
0: Oh, Just divorced. Where do you order one of those? Amazon?
1: <laughs> he, uh, I think you can, actually. You probably can. You
0: can or get you anything to, on Amazon.
1: Vistaprint would probably whip that off in <laughs> no time and probably have it to you in 48 hours. 20% off. Order today. <laughs> Driving around in his 2004 Subaru Outback, he also has words on the vehicle that say things like, freedom, honk if you're single, and more. He and his now ex-wife- his 20-year-old car? Yep. Have five (laughs) children together. They recently decided to call off their marriage. Uh, They say it was amicable, but this guy has said, people need to know, I'm single
0: hey, you're putting yourself out there. I think a lot of people do it a different way. Like some for some people, that's changing their status on Facebook, I guess, because you don't really have a status on any other social platform or letting people know that you joined Tinder, although I don't see that a lot. I notice it. You You know when you can notice people are newly single is when they do start to make changes to their profile photo. It just, ha- it just happened actually the other day, a, a girlfriend of mine has been married to someone, has a couple kids with them too, that I, I'm a, I'm acquaintances. I'm, I'm not like good friends with obviously, cause I didn't know. All I needed to do was see a photo she posted. And I was like, are you, it was just of herself, but just the way that she was and the way that she was standing and what she was wearing. I'm like, hmm you never post stuff like that with one click. I found out she's definitely single. All the photos of him were gone from her account. She changed her account completely. You know, this person, by the way, I'll tell you later. Changed your account completely, and I'm going, I think they're separated. So there's ways of doing it without advertising. Bumper sticker's a weird one, but uh sure, like there's lots of ways that people do it, even if they don't mean to go out of their way to do it. They're advertising it.
1: Before COVID, I really, really thought the divorce party was gonna become the new bachelor party or bachelorette party. It really kind of seemed that way, because well, I mean, half of marriages end in divorce, at least half now. And for a while there, there was a big push, like, oh, such and such a single, everybody up to Blue Mountain, we're going for a weekend, or such and such a single, we're going to the Peelers. And only or, the, and only, the, only your single
0: friends could go. All ex- your married friends were like, I can't go.
1: They'd probably <laughs> love to, but they would probably I can't not go, appreciate I can't go. the lecture. Uh-uh, I can't do that. I could go to your newly single party. I'm wondering if that's going to re-catch on now that... Uh, well, COVID's done and, and things are starting to settle down. I wonder if the divorce party or these divorce-esque type things are going to start to escalate again. Hey, if you're single and there's no other way to tell anyone on mass, maybe you do buy some advertising. Yeah. Look at me. I just got the Just Divorce trunk sticker here.
0: This <laughs> is a weird one. Just think about who, just think about the people, your demographic. Who's your demographic? And and maybe for him, that's the people. Hey, people who who would try to call him or honk at him. Based on his car bumper sticker, maybe that's what he's going for. We've heard of people doing billboards. Like, you want to date me? Okay. I mean, there's
1: always Tinder and all the other things that you could do, but that's an extra step. Friend of mine, and yours actually, recently became single mm-hmm. guy, and he decided that for the first time in his life, at almost 50 years old, he's going to join a dating site. <gasps>
2: Oh,
0: okay.
1: He phoned me on Saturday to tell me about it. And he, he created the account on Friday. He decided to go with Bumble. And I thought, ooh. Bumble. So you're single. And, and the first place you thought to go was Bumble. Walk me through that. It was the last thing that he'd heard. Bumble. He didn't think to go Tinder. He didn't think to go match. He didn't think to Just go with any other. said it? Somebody he- said Bumble. And he thought, well, I got to create a profile. Here's the thing. He bought the premium account. Oh, premium account on day 1. Bumbleballer didn't even try to see what matches he'd get without the premium account. He just bought the premium account. The reason he called me is cuz he was he realized what he had done. He just paid for it with his Apple Pay. It was his ex's credit card that was <gasps> on his phone. Oh. <sighs> so his ex is paying for his Bumble account. <laughs> Did she know? I not yet. Wow she'll find out when she checks that credit card statement unless he can figure out how to retract it because I don't think he meant to do that he just didn't know it was her card on his web yeah great isn't it oh that's a fabulous you got to keep us updated on that shit before we get to <laughs> <laughs> the replay of missed connections uh just a couple of quick things here chat GPT was tasked with something new the AI technology was used to create uniquely Canadian. Pickup up lines. Ah, oh, uniquely Canadian. Now, if it's artificial intelligence and you set the basic parameters, it should come up with some pretty decent shit. Let's see. Cat, tell me if this makes you uh, want to rip your pants off. <laughs> Do you go ice skate? Do you want to go ice skating with me? Because I'm falling for you.
0: Oh, no. That's so bad.
1: Hey, are you a curling stone? Because I'm swept off my feet. Mm. Hey. Are you a beaver? <laughs> hey, beaver. Hey, beeve. Are you a beaver? Because, dang. Oh, that's that's kind of funny. You're fine. That's kind of funny,
0: though. <laughs> Lame, but funny.
1: Hey, are you a polar bear? Because I want to hibernate with you. Oh, no. Are you a Mountie? Because you have the right to remain handsome.
0: Because I want to mounty you would have been better.
1: It's not really how the criminal code works, but anyway, it's fine. <laughs>
0: It's not how it works at all.
1: <laughs> These are, okay, this is good to know. Are you a Canadian flag? Because I want to salute you every day. That's a weird thing to say to somebody.
0: fucking <laughs> Salute you. See, I was a little worried. I'm not going to lie to you because when you started to say Canadian flag, I was thinking about, what about flaps? So, <laughs> but you're telling me chat is not that dirty. Not I'm, that dirty. Because the beaver could have been different. The sure. The flag could have been different. All right.
1: Uh, Are you a Canadian flag? I want to salute you every day.
0: Fucking weird thing to do.
1: Are you a park ranger? Because you have me wanting to explore your wilderness.
0: Oh, that's gross. (laughs) Wilderness. Don't call someone's... Okay, this is ChatGPT. This is a robot. They don't actually want to fuck anything. So we understand. And we can tell, by the way.
1: Absolutely. And you won't be with lines like this. (laughs) You won't be. It's just not going to happen.
0: Calling someone's body their wilderness? Don't recommend.
1: Well, maybe they've got some raging bush of (laughs) some sort. (laughs) I want to go in there with a... Hack
0: that up with my machete. (laughs) get to the good shit
1: are you a maple syrup bottle because you're so sweet I could pour you all over my pancakes
0: oh no that's too many words too that's too much oh
1: boy oh boy are you a maple leaf because you have my heart turning red and white
0: oh what hey
1: it's not perfect it's not perfect (laughs) it's
0: not perfect. It
1: came up with 25 lines and I think maybe three of these have a chance. It did come up with a couple of like dirty-esque ones. Oh, really? Okay. Bring it on. Do you have any Canadian in you? Would you like some?
0: Oh, I like that one. (laughs) See? Now we're talking. Now we're talking.
1: Excuse me. Are you a poutine? Because you're a delicious mess that I want to devour. What the (laughs)
0: Okay, we're off the rails, Chet GBT. That's not right. I want to th- put gravy on you and cheese curds and fucking eat you with a fork. <laughs> <laughs> then ask for extra napkins. <coughs>
1: We got to go, guys. Oh, uh, hey, just so you know, there is not going to be an After 9 tomorrow. And and that's just, I've got some stuff that I have to deal with. It's 100% on me. It's a meeting that could not be avoided. But uh, no After 9 tomorrow. We'll have a brand new episode coming your way on Wednesday. We'll make it up to you then. Have a good one. Missed Connections. Missed Connections. On the Scott and Cat Show. Hey there, everybody fire up the piano here. Oh, sounds great. It does. Real good. I love it. They cleaned it. It was so good. Okay, so we got our piano going. Good vibe here. Let's do it. We're about to tell you stories of people who have had an encounter in the past. One person is looking for the other one. And rather than just reach out to the person, if they even can, they told the story online, hoping the other person would see it.
0: This one is called the pumpkin pumping gas.
1: (laughs) The pumpkin pumping gas. (laughs) It's
0: for a woman. I think you work at Giant Tiger. At least you were wearing a t-shirt with Giant Tiger on it. So yeah. Unless people walk around wearing Giant Tiger shirts, maybe they do.
1: Do they? I've never seen it.
0: Either way, you're beautiful. And I saw you pumping gas at the 7-Eleven. We noticed each other. You gave a head nod. I was really tempted to go over and talk to you, but I didn't want to scare you. You drove away in a gray car. If you see this, HMU
1: hit hit me up. Oh, thank Mm -hmm. you. Thank you. Let's talk. So this was just a head nod at the gas station? Yeah. Some people read a lot into that. They
0: really do. Like it was
1: a provocative head nod. I'm
0: just late for work and I'm trying to pump my gas. Could you please not stare at me?
1: (laughs) It could have been one of those. I don't know. (laughs) That
0: would have been a fine opener, though. Hey, do you work at Giant Tiger? Then you could have started a conversation.
1: Sure. So, I don't know why he didn't take advantage of that. Like, hey, not everybody has a Giant Tiger hey, on their shirt. Where can I buy one of those? Can I get one, too? Like, are those available at Giant Tiger? Are they, are they online? Or it was an employee. Mm-hmm. Probably on her way back to Giant Tiger to deal with some sort of a Giant Tiger, tiger emergency. Situation. So fill up and go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one's interesting. This one's... Very interesting. And I'm going to take you to Whitby. Great. Whitby sexy men from last year. This is a woman for two men. To the two sexy AF black men in the SUV at the spring fair in 2022, I'm going to hold you to your promise to meet me exactly one year later. I was the white lady driving the gray Buick with out of country license plates. Black miniskirt, knee-high boots and a pink top with tattoos on my thighs. You asked me where I'm from and we got to talking. We were flirty and talking a bit about cars. You told me to come party with you guys, but unfortunately I was in a hurry and I had to go back home. But, I'm a mom who needs some fun. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> Who uses that? I'm a mom who needs fun. This mom needs some fun. (laughs) (laughs) No, I deserve the fun. Is what I. I'm coming back to Canada again, and I plan to go to the fair. You promised you'd meet me in a year, and I hope you make good on the promise. Oh, Canada! (laughs) 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 Your men are hot. I wish I knew where she was from. It doesn't say. She went to the Whippy Fair. The Whippy Fair. So that's coming up soon, I assume, at some point. It's called the Spring Fair. Guys, you guys got to watch this for us. If I can't make it to Whippy, and I hope I can, I want someone to watch everything in the parking lot. Keep your eyes peeled for a thigh tattooed woman who's looking for some
1: fun. Why was she dressed like that at the fair? That doesn't seem like common fair apparel. Scott, you don't need to ask questions. You know the answers to. Okay, all right. She was trying to pick up and almost mission accomplished, but she had to bail. Okay, fine. Understood. You got to (laughs) go. Things come up. To say, I'll meet you boys here in a year. I, uh... If it actually happens... Somebody signed them up. We're going to do a screenplay. It's going to be a movie. Honestly, like one year later. It'll be like the gross notebook. I'm, like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <This> gross notebook. <laughs> it's romantic and disgusting and I like it. <laughs> this mom needs fun. Who says
1: that? I, <laughs> I this mom. I'm,
0: t- I'm dying to know more.
1: There was two of you and I'm ready to treat myself. <laughs> oh, well, all right. Where are your kids?
0: Where, where <laughs> like, are kids? Like, I assume
1: kids? they went to the and fair. Had to, like, I had to go back and take care of my kids, ugh. If you were at a fair and you have kids, I assume you brought the kids. You didn't just go there to pick up.
0: <laughs> the kids are like in the backseat of her car the whole time.
1: They're not coming, Mom. Mom,
0: can we just go?
1: You're embarrassing me.
0: They're not interested.
1: Well, the Whitby Spring Fair is the place to <laughs> be so, this year. I'm
0: so Googling this. I'm bumped.
1: Buy some popcorn. <laughs> We're gonna put some booze wait, in a Yeti.
0: Wait, hang on. Let me change it to my, into my thigh high boots and my short skirt first before we go. Who wears that to the fair?
1: <laughs> Unbelievable.
0: It's ladies' night. <laughs> ladies in free before 11. <laughs>
1: wow. That's wild. Here's hoping that they do reunite. Good luck. Now that a bear in Canada broke into a truck and drank 69 cans of different sodas but would
0: not touch the diet soda... (laughs) Authorities must return this bear to America because he's obviously an American bear. He won't drink diet soda, he sleeps half the year, and he shows up at Walmart not wearing any pants.
1: Carnival banned two cruise passengers because they were caught fishing from the balcony in their room (laughs) Unfortunately their room overlooked the pool